You're back on the Clarity Call. I'm Alicia. And I'm Kimberly. And this is episode 126. Circumstances don't create how you feel. Welcome to the Clarity Call, a podcast dedicated to providing useful information and guidance to those seeking encouragement and support while navigating the challenges of caring for a loved one with special needs. We are sisters living in Texas and passionately advocating for the special needs community. Between us, we have 16 children, six of whom have a medically complex diagnosis or are considered special needs. Join us on a journey of mindful awareness that is sure to help you gain an enlightening perspective to help you embrace, create, and live a life you love. Here Here we we go. Welcome back. We're glad you're here for another week on the Clarity Call with us. We're back together this week Woohoo! after our crazy last week's <laughs> crazy every week. Let's be honest. Come on. People know us better than that by now. Crazy every week. Yeah. No joke. So uh, anyways, here we are with a really great topic that kind of has had a lot of light bulbs for me. And I know we talk about how circumstances don't create how you feel a lot throughout the the podcast episodes that we do, but I kind of had some light bulbs that I was like, we got to like really hit this hard. Yeah. So because that- it's, it's a concept that you end up finding yourself back into yes. the, like you, you just fall off the slide every time. Yep. Like, you know, you go down and you're like, Oh, got to go back up again. And then yep. you just keep doing find yourself because when we have circumstances, it doesn't matter if it's death or illness or whatever, you just find yourself back in that loop. At least I feel like I do. For sure. And then you have to have that constant reminder of hello yep. in there. Right. Yep. So, so Alicia's going to start us off with our reality check today. So as I was thinking about this topic and reading over what we're going to talk with you about, um, it came to me real clear. Just yesterday, I said to Kimberly, hey, um, I just was having this thought because as it, where we are right now, not when you're going to be hearing this, but it would have been 12 days of Christmas yesterday. People would have started 12 days of Christmas if they were doing that or having it done to them. And, um... So it made me reflect on the fact that when I was in like little's crazy mode and had my seven kids, my, you know, Audrey being probably 12 or 14 or whatever. So my older kids will remember it a lot better. Um, we did 12 days of Christmas, whether we did it with a family, whether we did it on our own, um, whatever we did it pretty much, I think every single year. And some of those years I would even, um, write poems. I'd write poems for other people that were doing 12 days of Christmas because they knew I had a good friend that did it all the time. Sometimes we did it together. And for 12 days, I would come up with a poem that went along with whatever we were giving that night. So I was like, it's a talent that Alicia has. She actually is a really great poet, (laughs) which is weird because I guess it's probably, I don't know. I think we had grandparents that were poets. I don't know, but I have to like, all of a sudden it'll just like the season of the year or something and it'll just come to me and I'll just, I can write poems. But anyway, um, and so 12 days of Christmas was a big deal for me Um, between that or baking cookies, caroling to the elderly, just all the things that come with the holidays that help you feel festive. And I was just wondering like, why am I not feeling festive? Now, granted, we've been busy. You've had a lot. Kimberly's had a lot going on in her world, um, which, you know, puts things in my world or my kids have had things like illness. My, My husband had like crazy, crazy psycho illness, hives and stuff like a couple weeks ago. Like it's just been all the things. And I'm like, is the world really just that much crazier? Or, you know, I, so I started asking myself, like, why am I not doing these things anymore? 
Am I getting older? Uh, heck no. Like I always tell people well, when they say, what does that I'm mean? Old. What does that even mean? Am I getting older? Why does that have anything to do with well, whether or not you know, they say it? old people slow down. Like it's just too hard to do all the things. Okay. Yeah. We know you're not slowing down. Well, it, I'm just feeling like <laughs> because I'm not doing the things that I'm, I'm used to doing, right? I'm sure I was doing all these things too back then. Right. Anyway, so I thought of that thought and I remember just telling a lady the other day that's only like a year older than me, like, uh, no, we're not old. So stop with that one. Or like, I'm not adopting that mindset. And like, am I tired? Um, no, like I don't really get tired until like nine o'clock at night Then I'm tired. But otherwise like tired isn't really in my vocabulary. Um, and then am I too busy? Well, that's just another thought. Like everyone's busy, you know, everyone has 24 hours in the day, what you do with it, you know, you're busy or not busy. That's up to you. So I'm like, no, what is going on? So why am I not doing the things that I was so happy about doing back then? Um, tell us. Then I decided because I'm allowing others to determine the state of life I'm in. And it's not that like, say you have a circumstance and like you have a need. So then I'm there or whether it's, you know, family member being like, um, no, we're not going to do that. Or let's don't do that. Or I don't want to do that, whatever. And so I, I know that it's not okay to allow others to determine, you know, like where I feel like I am in my life, but when I choose to do the things that bring me happiness and joy and others don't like it and they let me know they don't like it, I sometimes begrudgingly make adjustments and just do whatever. Yeah. You create, along you with create it. resentment, which is a miserable thing for you to have to feel. Yeah. I, I try not to, like, I try to just be like, Hey, like, I'm just going along with it. Like this is a, whether it's a service or a job or this, or it's not time, like fine, whatever. This is why I find myself not creating the life I love. So I decided starting today. And for hopefully the remainder of this holiday and it's keep it in the forefront of my mind for next year and remaining time is that my circumstances don't have to define my state of happiness and I can and will continue creating a life I love. There you go. That's why we came to Texas because a, because I knew that we were supposed to come to help and it's something that I love. And I was even, I sent Kim a message last night. Like I want to clone myself because I do love being able to serve and help and do those things. The only thing I miss out on is like time with my kids. Or if I'm in the school, I'm not doing my house jobs. Like I just can't do all the things nope. that I want to do. I want a lot of me to be able to do all the things yep. because I do love all the things. Right. And so, you know, whether it's gardening or chickens or this or that, whatever, I just, I, I guess that just comes down to people saying like, there needs to be more time. But needless to say, I'm recommitting myself to no, I want to do the things that make me happy. And I even told the boys this weekend, we're going to bake all the goody things so we can take all the goody plates to everyone we think about. Mm. I don't care if there's a hundred plates like, and he's like, why is Saturday? Why do we have to do it? This like, oh, the one day I can do something. I'm like, because we're doing it. And because Kimberly because you're going to love it. Kimberly actually has a nursing care. And Kimberly got a nurse to help. On hopefully Saturday. on Saturday, knock on wood. <laughs> and because that really, truly listening to Christmas music, being in the kitchen with my kids, like that's where true joy is for me. And, and if they don't like it, it, they're going to like gonna it. love it. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> oh, that's why we call this a reality check though, because sometimes you have to like check yourself to get yourself back into the space where you recognize that you create your life. You create how you feel. And if you're suffering, you're the only one who's feeling the suffering that you're creating for yourself. Right? So, Let's jump on into this. And I'm going to share with you um, three examples from my life that um, 
helped me realize that there are still a lot of ways that I allow circumstances to create how I feel. So I'm sure we've shared on the podcast before that Jocelyn has pooping issues. Hello. And I know Alicia shared that her we rock has her sprungs, and so he has pooping issues. We talk about pooping issues here. Sorry about that. But Jocelyn was having a hard time again. And I didn't realize until she went again that I had so much relief. Mm. I was like, oh my gosh, okay. Yes, like it's uh, this feels so much better now that I know that she's okay, right? Yeah, you like have yeah. 24 hours of relief till the next day when she doesn't go, right? <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so but yeah, I was realizing like, you know, I get worried and anxious until she goes and then I feel better. And I hadn't been super aware that I'm thinking thoughts like she's got to be so uncomfortable or I'm going to have to give her an enema, which is so hard and she hates it or she's going to have to go to the ER or a doctor and they're going to put uh they're going to put her on even more medications, which I hate. Um, and that all just lives in the future. It's just worry. And most of it never even happens. So what a waste of my brain energy, right? I can just start recognizing more that I'm creating that with worry, which is useless. And then just do my things, do the best that I can to take care of her and help her in the ways that I know how and seek guidance and help when I need it and not make it allow for so much worry and anxiety in my life, you know? Right. Well, it is hard when you're dealing with these, you know, special angel angel babies is that when they can't tell you, you know, yeah, you'd like to be like, well, when she looks like she's miserable, then we'll start there. You know, we'll do that. But we don't really know because she can't relate anything. Right. Right. And so until she's standing there struggling and straining and crying, you know, moaning out like she does when she's in pain or problems, she could be super uncomfortable for hours before that. We know we are when right. our gut's in a mess, right? Yeah. So we just go from what we feel and we try and put that onto her, especially because yeah. she can't converse that. Right. It's really challenging. It is a challenging place to be. Thank yeah. goodness for mother's intuition a lot of times. But. Yeah, for sure. And just, yeah. Guidance and direction that comes from God, I know. But so my next one was that both of my kids went back to school because Caden had been out of school because he was so sick. And then Jocelyn was out, you know, for one reason or another with illness and other things going on. So they both went back to school. And even though Caden's out for Christmas break now, um, I felt so relieved and so happy to be back in my routine. And getting back into routine didn't create me feeling relief and happiness. My thoughts did right? It really helped me to be reflective on how I wasn't managing my mind while, um, we were out of routine. I just, so what would you have thought different? I thought about that. Like, what would you, I mean, I know it's hard to go back and be like, well, I, I should have been thinking this. Yeah. Well, I can look back now and see how I was just constantly telling myself it won't be this way forever. Eventually we'll get back to the routine, but that kept me not being present in my life. Mm. And I could have been more present, which now that's just good information. Like, I'm not judging myself and blaming myself for it now. I'm just like, oh, that's good to know. Is that even though you think that that thought was helpful, it was actually keeping you from being present in your life because you were just hoping to get to the part where you're back in routine. Mm. And that's not, that's not me being my best self. So, um, you know, I use my hindsight to see where I can improve moving forward. And then I recommit to being more present in my life, which is what I want. And I know I did the best I could during that period. And now I get to practice some more over the holiday break while we're out of routines again. Right, right. 
Well, it's just really realizing that we have a happy medium between, like you just said to me this morning, I'm like, oh, this is the first day I got to like truly work out in like two weeks, you mm-hmm. know, because typically I'm on the treadmill every morning. I do yoga, I do my breathing. Like I just really get centered. And I have definitely felt the last two weeks, all the things have quote unquote gone to pot as far as my health. Like I can feel my gut feels worse because I'm not my sight, you know, my everything that I'm used to doing wasn't happening in the right way. And I was just like trying to stay on top of a cold, you know, just not getting it because I'm exposed to all the things or like, I just feel like I'm in this, like, um, like gotta, gotta stay ahead, gotta stay ahead. I can do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So then today I was like, ah, I get to work out. Like this just feels relieving and you know, I'm not as emotional and all the things. And then you said, well, yeah, but you're always working, you know, yeah, you're working out. It's just different. It's just not what you want. Mm-hmm. And that was the key point is that sometimes we just think it's, it's all about what we want. But if we were to, like you said, be present and choose to be in the moment and have relief, even in the turmoil or even in the busy or even in the hard, or even in those, those circumstances that may present a little more challenging the thoughts and the the feelings can still be peaceful. Yes. You have to be aware though and choose it intentionally. That's the whole right. point here, right? Okay. So then to illustrate how we create what we want in life, I get sad that I don't get to spend time with my family at our family cabin or reunions or on vacations like we used to, but only because of how I think about it. Like memories? Yeah. Of like, I really wish I could still do those things. And I choose not to just, you know, I'm aware that it's a choice that I make because it's a lot, it's hard on me and it is hard on the kids. So right now in the phase of life that we're in, but I want to be sad about that. It's clean pain. But since I know it's not that I don't get to go to our cabin that makes me feel sad, I can ask myself what, um, I get out of those experiences that leads me to thinking it's a meaningful experience, right? It's not about the experience I'm having. It's about the thoughts that I feel, the thoughts that I think that create how I feel in those scenarios. So what I decided is it's connection to my loved ones. It's experiences that create memories. It's smells and foods and traditions like Alicia was talking about with her 12 day stuff, right? And guess what? I can create any of that no matter where I am. Truly, I know I can. Not that it's always easy. Not that I don't wish that it could just be with my family in the ways that it was. Or that it's the same. Right. But I can create memorable experiences. I can create the smells. I can make the foods. And so the traditional things, you know, they they can be whatever I make them. And no, I can't breathe in the mountain air and go on the hikes and whatnot. But that's still an experience just because of how I think about it. Right. And I can choose to create those types of things in my life anytime I want. And that empowers me to not live in a sadness that becomes dirty pain. It keeps it clean pain, knowing that I cherish those things and that they're meaningful in my life. Well, and I think it's okay to, you know, be hopeful that you'll maybe get an experience like that again you know, or be able to, at another phase in life, you'll maybe get to do that. You know, there's always that, it doesn't hurt to dream or to wish or hope for things too, but if it's creating misery for you then and sadness, then, yeah, you know, that mindfulness is so important. Right. So 
we give these examples um, because so many of us, myself included, are walking around thinking that we're just at the effects of our life experiences, right? Especially people who have like cancer or illnesses or whatever. We just think that, well, I'm just at the effect of this circumstance, but that's so disempowering. So what kind of Christmas do you want to have? You know, Alicia just said, this is the kind of Christmas that I'm going to create for myself. She's going to create it. And what do you want this next year to be? What goals and dreams do you have? You get to create it. You are the creator of your life. No, you can't control others. So Alicia can't make her kids be happy about being in the kitchen with her, but she can control herself. I can control me and the choices that I make and how I show up in my life and in the world. You have to do it with purpose and intention. Right. So that's what we have for you today. Awesome. Well, we're going to remind you that the happiness of our lives depends on the quality of our thoughts. Yes, every time. And I have Christmas Would You Rather. Oh, yay. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Would you rather decorate 100 Christmas trees oh or gosh, decorate no. 100 Christmas cookies? Cookies. Bam. Easy. <laughs> Even my boys put up the tree this year, which, you know, my husband didn't think was a great. I'm like, and in that instance, I'm like, they're doing it. So back off because I'm happy they can do it because he probably doesn't even know how much I don't like doing it. Mm. So, And with Jocelyn, we don't get to have a Christmas tree in our house. And so I miss decorating Christmas trees. I would choose Christmas trees right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think Christmas cookies are dumb. So. Oh, not me. <laughs> I love sugar I cookies. I like Christmas treats, but. The decorating of cookies is not my thing. Mm. I would That's love okay. to just do all the art, just to get better at it. Trees, you have to have so much stuff and the lights. We finally got this fake tree, which is so lame because it doesn't smell the same. But it already has the lights on it. And it's kind of nice to just like do, 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 plug yep. it in, done. Yep. And then you just hang the ornaments. And yeah. Whatever. So, you know, whatever. Pick your, pick your hard. But <laughs> I, I want to do the cookies right now. I'm doing them Saturday. I'm doing cookies. All right. Okay. Well, have a wonderful week, everyone. And Merry Christmas. Thanks for joining us on the Clarity Call. Please like and share it. And we'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Be sure to check out ClarityCallCoaching.com to join our weekly newsletter and sign up for your first free coaching session. You can also connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram as The Clarity Call and on Facebook as Clarity Call.